This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Harry. Go. The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about. Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're going to see some serious Awesome. <laughs> With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Everybody to the Cigar Authority, Saturday, March 17, 2012, live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, broadcasting. If you want to come by and see us, you take exit one off Route 95, come to the end of the exit, take a left, we're about a quarter of a mile down on the left, and uh, this is Two Guys Smoke Shop, Seabrook, and there's Lucky Charms all over the place because it's St. Patrick's Day. That's the reason that Lucky Charms would be all over the place. That's the reason, because it's St. Patrick's Day. It's St. Patrick's Day. People think exclusively about Lucky Charms when you say St. Patrick's Day. That's right. They don't think about drinking or wearing green or green beer or any of that stuff. It's Lucky Charms. You have no green on. Do you have any green? No. This okay. week, we, <laughs> this week we're going to smoke green, though. We're going to smoke green cigar right over here, and we're going to smoke a cigar that's going to turn us green. Which, if anyone in our audience would like a cigar that will turn them green, we'll take care of you when we light up. When we light up, they'll light up with us. So everybody that comes in here, we got a cigar for you, too, so we're all going to get sick. Lighting up with us across the globe is WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. It's not really across the globe. It's not even across the pond. It's right there. So that but was like a segue. It was my segue. <laughs> WGHM 900, the game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. WGAM 1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. And the Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com, replaying last week's show from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1 every single Sunday, day and night. And why just listen live when you can watch our video streaming live. Why would you want to do that? Right here on thecigarauthority.com. Just push the button. That's all you got to do is push the button. And uh, podcasting for your downloading convenience. Over 20,000 podcasts. I would over. Say, I would say well over. Once you get to 20,004, that's well over in my opinion. That's right. Uh, downloading convenience on thecigarauthority.com and iTunes. And uh, this entire segment right here, brought to you by Moe's Italian Sandwich Shop in Tax-Free Salem, New Hampshire. And if you'd like to try a Moe, yeah. you've been nervous about, you know, maybe you're very partial to your own sub shop and you don't want to branch out. It's not even a sub shop. It's Moe's. It's, it's Moe's. It is a whole different thing. Yeah. We're going to have Moe's here in Seabrook at our two-year anniversary show next week. Next week. We're bringing in mini Moe's so you can try the whole kit and caboodle. It's going to be awesome. Kit and caboodle. I'm looking forward to the kit and caboodle. I've never tried a kit and caboodle. Is there such a thing? I didn't think it was a kit and caboodle. I thought it was kitten caboodle. Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> no, I believe it is the kit and the caboodle, which I don't know what that means. What? Chuck. I got nothing. Else. What on God's yeah. green earth is a caboodle? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I know what a kitten is. It's not a kitten. It's got, I and I know what a kit is. Yeah, it's a kit. I don't know what a caboodle is. What is a kit? A kit could be a kit, you know, like a build your own airplane or... Oh, airplane kit. Model kit. Kit and caboodle. You could get a kit car, is it, is which is... Kit, kit and caboodle. 
the whole thing. Why would it mean that? But it does. The kit and caboodle. Somebody's but looking it up. Something. The caboodle has to be so, I'm looking it up on my phone. You know, let me have my thing here, so I have to use my phone. I'm All right. Well, you're kit and caboodle in it. We're going to smoke today. A green cigar and a cigar what that's going to turn. What is a caboodle? Oh, you're doing that. You're always fancy, fancy, <laughs> just showing off because I don't have it with the phone ringing. You it's not a, ringing. That's not me. I heard a phone. It's someone else. Okay. Um, Thank you. Here, here is the first cigar Thanks, of the day. This is La Flor Dominicana, 2012's new release, introducing the Double Claro. Now, Claro means green. It is a uh, typically said as a green. I don't think that word's the mean, word means green, but Claro is a green wrap cigar. The outside leaf has been pulled off early, early. It has gone through a very, very um, slow drying process that didn't turn the the um, cigar brown. It is under fermented. It is a unfinished or in the old days it used to be AMC um, uh, American uh, Market Selection. Uh, AMS, American Market Selection. In the 50s, you'd see a lot of people smoking green cigars. Um, I'm going to tell you today, usually I, I'm very excited about smoking the cigars of the day. <laughs> I got a feeling, it, it, and, and I shouldn't be this way because I've never smoked a cigar before, but I don't like the cigars I'm going to smoke today. <laughs> But I haven't tried them, so it's an unfair thing. So I'm going to try it because it's St. Patrick's Day. We're going to smoke a green cigar. Typically, bitter taste, and I don't like it at all. Double Claro. Uh, I don't mean. I don't know if that means it has a wrapper in the binder that's Claro, or it's so green, which this is. This is so green. Yeah. Uh, it, it almost looks vegetable, right? It does. Uh, boodle. Time out. Time out. Time out. You before, you, before you answer. Our, our listeners are the best. Of course they were they are. on this three minutes ago. Well, all right. Well, it's nice of them to chime in earlier and save me having to search it on my silly Siri thing. Caboodle, a group, bunch, lot, pack, or collection of things. Thank you, Doc. And Vinny was on it, too, our, otherwise known as Rudy. Typic, well, and on my, my iPhone search here, it also says that it, it typically can refer to a uh, pile like of gambling chips in the middle of the thing. Like you go all in, you put the kit in Caboodle. Right in. I don't know how we even got on. That's subject. all. That's all I have. Can we please get off it? <laughs> <laughs> and let's smoke cigars. I got a feeling I'm going to hate green cigars. All right. What do we know about this cigar? La Flor Dominicana Double Claro marks the first major Candela release. The 2012 Candela wrappers are not for everyone. You you know that. The name Double Claro is the official name for what Candela cigars are. Candela wrappers are distinguished by their green color and tend to be both milder in terms of strength and body. The plan for La Flor Dominicana's Double Claro to be in the core line of La Flor Dominicana. Many Candela cigars are limited edition ones, as they should be, because it's usually not a good seller. Uh, that That is very recent, that um, Claro cigars have been limited releases. I think it was Camacho who did the first one years ago at St. Patrick's Day, and then since Elysion did it, uh, VA High copied the Elysion and came out with the same exact thing, because that's what they do, and now La Flor Dominicana is coming out, because this whole industry is a copycat industry. Here this is, but they say this is going to be the regular core line. I have sold it as a, um, a Toro Fuente 858, 
comes in a Claro. Hoya de Monterey comes in a Claro that we used to sell Red Owl back when he was alive. Uh, Boston Celtics um, famous manager and uh, coach. Um, he used to buy cigars from us, and he used to buy the Hoya de Monterey double Claro in, um, I believe it was the um, Churchill size. Um, and we would especially get it in for him because nobody ever bought the thing. Uh, Baring had a Claro. Uh, uh, Macanudo used to have a Claro called Jade. And uh, now here comes Lafleur de Mancana. By the way, all of those failed. And here comes Lafleur de Mancana saying, okay, I'm not going to take it. Uh, I'm not going to accept uh, that it's a failure. We're going to try it again. So I'm going to bring it back. It, it used to be that's what you'd smoke in the U.S. as a Claro. In what, 50s? 50s. And then people got into cigars that taste good. Uh, <laughs> the wrapper is Ecuadorian Double Claro Candela. The binder is Nicaraguan. The filler is Dominican. This comes in three sizes, a 5.5 by 42, which is the size we're smoking here, 6 and 7 eighths by 48, and a 5 by 50. Cigar runs in the 6 to $7 range. Uh, early taste? Early taste. Are you familiar with... Uh, what saccharin tastes like. Yes. Okay. This has a sweetness akin to the flavor, the aftertaste of saccharin, in my humble opinion. I-M-H-O in texting shorthand. Yeah. In my humble opinion. Now, I'm, you know, we, we talk about blind taste testing a cigar, which is not having a band on it. This cigar would not be good the blind taste test, that's for sure. <laughs> because but be, how, many, how many are there? Right. But you it also, it down it, quick. to me, I would really wish I had blind taste tested this with a blindfold on because I have a negative taste to it. It tastes like what it looks like, which is green. It tastes grassy and green. I wonder if that has any psychological thing because that's what I'm looking at. Um, you know, you, you know, they tried the green ketchup thing. I think actually Burger King's running it today, free French fries with green ketchup. It's disgusting. Completely failed because ketchup even though it tastes red. and it tastes way different, but it doesn't. It's the exact same thing with a different color food coloring. It has no flavor to it, but it tastes different because of the look. And this taste, I'm, I'm imagining it has this extreme grassy green taste because that's what I'm looking at. I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying to be... So when you go to take a puff, just cover your eyes up. I know it. Oh, that's heaven. <laughs> nope. Still tastes like saccharin. No, it's bitey as... You know when your Connecticut Shade um, has a, a little slight bite to it, and that's why some people don't like Connecticut Shade? That, yeah, it's a dryness to it. Well, this has an awful lot of that because it's it's easy, it's the pre-stage of that. It's before it's even Connecticut Shade. It is, it is Shade Wrapper. You know, it's, it's Ecuadorian Shade. But not brought to the to that. Wouldn't it be interesting to do rather than have a shade wrapper, see what a Claro would taste like if you had it be? Could you do a Claro? No, you couldn't do a Claro Maduro because there's no. ridiculous fermenting going on. Oh, the Claro the Maduro. Maduro. Wow, that would be interesting to actually put something out like there and see what. what it would be an unknown. It would people. be a natural, is what it would be. The Claro Maduro. Because you'd be putting it out one stage before Maduro. Claro Maduro. It's a natural. <laughs> <laughs> this is the trademark name. All right. If that comes out, I'm taking credit for it. I'm just saying. 
it's to the point of ridiculous. Uh, you know, there's a, a lot of a lot of folks were in town yesterday, which you, you come by the store every day. You every yesterday. day. Yesterday, so I yesterday, did not come. Jaime Garcia came in. Johnny Garcia, Garcia came in. Pete Johnson was in. Um, who else? Um, uh, Ernesto Carrillo and his son. EP3 was there, too? EP3. Are you kidding me? He's a great kid. He is a great kid. Yeah. I get no call. I get no text. I would have dropped everything. It was one after the other that I didn't even know was happening. It was just all of a sudden everybody showed up. Boom, 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 boom. You're looking at the calendar going, is it my birthday? Yeah, right. What's going on? But uh, So I smoked a lot of great cigars yesterday. Uh, Pre-release things without names on them. And what do you think of this? Uh, Ernesto had an interesting cigar that's not even going to be uh, E.P. Carrillo. It's going to be a different name altogether, which he doesn't know what the name was going to be. But all ring, big ring gauge cigars. Not really what I like the ring gauge, but I did smoke the cigar anyway, and it was very, very good. Uh, something new from Pete, and I said, you know, I'd appreciate if you call this something different because uh, yeah, I, I can't keep track it's of all your... 57 Tatuajes. I can't keep track of it, uh, but that's uh, just me, whatever. Uh, so trying lots of different things. Uh, we, we brought up a cigar earlier today. I got a sample from um, uh, Joe Cusano. Uh, from C&C Cigars, I loved it. I loved it. There was only three samples, and we smoked them all, I'm sorry to say. You would have loved it, too. I would have loved it, it was I'm really sure. Good. So was it reminiscent of uh, there was a cigar out by... The old Hermanos, which you said, that, you know... Oh, I only have a few left. Phenomenal cigar. Yeah. A, so good. So anyway, very interesting. It is St. Patrick's Day here Uh in the United States and around the world, apparently, uh, St. Patrick is a, is a worldwide holiday, uh, and uh, it's culturally uh, a religious holiday celebrating in March in Dublin, Ireland. And uh, apparently, some people have a problem with St. Patrick's Day Come because on. it's too religious. Come on. It's too religious. Well, I mean, because that's what it is. Yeah, Although, because drinking beer has is, is historically been a religious activity. <laughs> How we Americans take it is that it's all about shamrock shakes, lucky charms, lots of booze. Shamrock shakes, right there, lucky baby. Charms. But I mean, it's not a religious thing here in the United States, nor is it, you know, it's about drinking, right? It's a drinking party thing, but uh, people are having a serious problem with it, uh, especially a Massachusetts uh, elementary school that has changed the name of St. Patrick's Day beginning this year to O-Green Day. Oh, my God. Are you for real? This is a true story. Oh, Green you didn't Day. make this up. It's not made up. St. Patrick's Day has been replaced as the name for the school celebration surrounding the popular holiday. What town is this? Of course it's Massachusetts. Of course, yeah. I'm not surprised by that. Wilbraham, Massachusetts God. at the Soul Road School. They, they obviously have the problem with all the Christian holidays, including Christmas, and they, that's holiday and everything they do. But here it has come down to St. Patrick's Day. They, they the, celebrate Chinese New Year. At these schools, but they won't. I mean, granted, we owe absolutely everything in our country now to China, but uh, that doesn't mean we should uh, celebrate their holidays. How about we just celebrate ours? Imagine that. So it's the. Uh, they actually changed the name of Valentine's Day at this particular school to Caring and Kind Day. That's true. Because it's St. Valentine's Day, which they have a problem with the saint, which is another religious thing. What do they call Christmas? Holiday. Yeah, just holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on holiday. The school's principal, Lisa Curtin, 
uh, is apparently uh, looking to make these changes and has been doing so. This is the Sewell Road School. Under, under the guise of being more inclusive. Right. Because if you call it St. Patrick's Day, you're excluding anyone who hates saints. I guess. Right. <laughs> There's four atheists in the whole school of 900 kids, so let's include them. This is elementary school. They're not even atheists yet because they don't know the whether it be... might be atheists. My cousin, Jen, was deathly allergic to peanuts in, in the 90s. Deathly allergic. If she touched someone who had touched peanuts, she would have a severe reaction. That's all and That's all in the brain, right? It's not in the brain. We go, yeah, but I, I'm not sure about peanuts specifically. We, we'll ask Dr. Holly when we have her on. Um, but now nowadays what they do is they change the entire school and they make it peanut-free. Back then what, what her parents did was taught her how to fend for herself. She just stayed away from kids that had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. The kid next to her could have peanut butter and jelly. Her best friend, she just wouldn't touch her. And she would ask her friend, before you play with my toys, can you wash your hands? No big deal. It doesn't have to be a federal case. We don't have to include anyone in anything. If you don't like it, exclude yourself. Well, first off, there's no school today. It's a Saturday. So this lady went out of her way to make sure we change it on a day that's not even in school. St. Patrick's Day isn't even happening this year in school, but she had to do that. This has been going around since 1783, and this year she's decided to be, oh, happy day. What is it? Oh, green day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Who who sang that? Uh, Lots of people have sung it. My favorite rendition is uh, Aretha Franklin doing it, though. Really? I have a copy of her in church. Someone whipped out a tape recorder and whatever, but pretty cool. Chicks got pipes. Oh, Green Day. So happy Oh, Green Day. That's a band, by the way. You know that. No. Just Day. Well, just Green Day, yeah. Oh, Green Day, yeah, yeah. That's a band. But this is Oh, Green Day because, and wouldn't that have something to do with um, Irish people or something, putting the O in front of? It certainly does. Yeah. So, isn't so we can include Irish people in the day, but we can't include anyone who might be Catholic. I mean, Catholics are going to hell anyways. Why? Why do you say that? Are you not Catholic? Definitely not Catholic. No? If I was going to be something, it would be like a Baptist or something. What you are know, you? Southern. What are you? I'm, not, I'm nothing. I, Good. I don't believe Were you in baptized? Anything. I don't think so. Well, you going would I know it? You're going to hell. Would I know it if I was? You have to get baptized just in case it's true so you can go to heaven. So what, are I going to have someone throw water on That's me or right. something? It just, has to be the right person. It can't be just anybody. You can't just throw some coffee because that has water in it? No. No. you got to get... Why do I hear the phone ring? Because oh, someone's phone is ringing. Oh, all right. I thought it, I thought it was you again. Again, it wasn't me the first time. <laughs> so, so have an oh happy day anyway. Have a happy day, people. All right. So Lucky Charms. Let's uh, say what's going on here with Lucky Charms. All right. Well, the first thing I want to do, and I'm not a huge fan of tooting David's horn openly on the radio. Well, sometimes when it's just him and he and I in the office, I'll be like. That was kind of genius, but I'm going to say it on the radio. What is the first thing you do, Chuck? You pour yourself a bowl of cereal. You, you pour the milk in. It's snap, crackling, popping, or it's Lucky Charm, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. What do you do right as you're eating the first bite of cereal? You chew? Where are you going with this? You turn, you turn the box around and you read it. Oh, well, of course. Of course. Yes, because you're an adult, and or even as a kid. I mean, they, they oh. put all the cool stuff on the back of the box. If there's games on the back, you're doing the games. You're doing the course. games while you're eating the cereal. Of course. So 
what does David do? Ruins the entire experience by putting two guys smoke shop advertisement on the. I'm That's kidding. Right. It doesn't ruin it. But <laughs> there was a fun game I wanted to play, and it's not accessible. So. It's genius. He knows all that of people the, are going to turn all the of the cool around. deals that are coming up in, in the near future are right on the back, and and then there's plenty of stuff to read. There is. So and what's coming up? Uh, Dion Giolito from Illusion Cigars is coming up here Friday and Saturday, March 30th and 31st. So there it is. Want to know? Little cartoon picture of him, huh? Nice. And then we got happy 86th birthday, Avo, April 11th. We're having a party for Avo him. Avo Mark your calendars for Thursday, September 27th for two guys' anniversary party. Find out what's happening all the time. So it's advertising, advertising. Subliminally, it's there. And maybe, how many how many servings do you think this is? Uh, four? No. Wow. How do you tell this? Ten, Obviously, I don't know how to read the serving size. Right at the top. Well, dirt, yeah. wait. It's three quarters of a cup. So... Okay, servings per container. How many servings? Ten. More. Twenty-four. Twenty-one. Twenty-one servings. That was a mistake last week. We ate the whole thing during the show. That was bad. Oh, that you, was you were so sh- wired up. That was the sugar high yeah. that was going in. Sugar high for ten minutes, and then the rest of the show we were depressed. Twenty-one servings. So this is, you know what it is? It's about serving size. That's my problem. That is your problem, among other things. Twenty-one. Oh my God. That answers a lot of questions right there. Yeah, if he, if the problem is the bowl is too big. That was like a, like a dog dish bowl that we ate last week. Yeah, it was huge. So what's going on here with the Lucky Charms is today at 6 o'clock at all three locations, we dump out the box that's at the register, and we count how many green clovers, because St. Patrick's Day it is, and everybody that bought a box of cigars got a free box of Lucky Charms and a guess. To guess, so whoever guessed closest without going over wins a box of the cigars they already purchased. This is the first time I've taken myself out of a two guys smoke shop competition because I I know too much going in, so I, I didn't want to I didn't want to participate because we didn't mess with the box. It's no, the I know you didn't mess box. with the box, but I we don't I, know we don't know the answer. I feel very confident that I could I could come up with a guess and be pretty spot on, and I wouldn't mess around. I'd buy a box of Davidoff. And then just kick back and wait for my box of Davidoffs to come in. I'm w- if you're going to buy a box of Davidoff, uh, I'm willing to let you do that. I had to take myself out of this one. I know too much. I know too much. I'm okay with it because it's the closest without going over. In case of a tie, the guy that bought the more expensive box wins, which would bring you up there because it's not much more expensive than that. And uh, you could win this. I could. It's open to anybody. I'm all right with it. Anyway, we'll do that at 6 o'clock. We'll pour that box out and lay it on the counter and count how many there are. And uh, uh, I know Adam here wants to uh, keep all the marshmallows. marshmallows. He had something he did as a kid. As a kid, he would put it in a bowl, and then he would add the milk to it. Water, he said. Water? He would add water, and it would make some sort of sugary, like, goodness thing. And then then he would drink it. The back of your teeth hurt just thinking about just consuming all those marshmallows at once. I got to tell you, that was the first time I had Lucky Charms in many, many years, and it was uh, too sugary. Anyway, that sound means we're going to a break. When we come back, um, smoking comedian Jim Belushi raises over a million dollars for Cuban dictator Fidel Castro. It's disgusting. And Shemp Howard has a few things to celebrate. I will tell you about that. Uh, Microwave dinners are way worse than smoking. We'll explain that and a lot more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. 
Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven. There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie, and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing. It's what some call the modern-day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun, and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603 603- Four seven five one three nine one. That's six zero three four seven five one three nine one. X 
Okay, we're back. This is the Cigar Authority. We're live here. You know the song. That's uh, Bob Marley. Okay. We're smoking, man. <laughs> Bob Marley. It's St. Patrick's Day or, or O. Oh, Celebration Day, what is it? Oh, Green Day, I oh, believe Green, it's, oh, Green it's Day. called in Massachusetts. Because they won't do St. Patrick's Day. Anyway, we're smoking a green cigar, La Flor Dominicana, double claro. Uh, My issue, I think, in Massachusetts isn't even the lawmakers, and it's not it's not all the nonsense that, that goes on. It's that it's allowed to go on. Right. That would not fly in New Hampshire. Change the name to Oh, Green Day. It's just not going to happen. It certainly wouldn't happen in Cuba. Very good segue. 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 Nice. See, we're, we're unprofessionals. We, we're not two years in yet here. But we, we're starting at to the, learn the segue. At the, yeah, the two-year mark, we become professionals, and we're going to have to really so. start towing the line. And I'll tell you, I got some stats of where um, the Cigar Authority stands in the standings of uh, shows like ours. You're going to be pleasantly surprised. Nice. We're, we're catching on. It's like the flu or something. It's getting contagious. <laughs> Why do you always associate us with something that's bad? Do you think maybe we could catch on better if you associated it with something that was... I could have said AIDS. I could have said uh, some venereal or, disease. Well, I went with the flu. I went I'm with glad you didn't say syphilis then. And <laughs> we're going to go it's with catching, the flu. It's catching I will on take like the syphilis. flu over syphilis really any day of the week. <laughs> So this is this is a, uh, something that bothered me, very disturbing. Uh, uh, actor comedian Jim Belushi, who is uh, shamelessly cashed in on his brother's name. Anyway, um, and he had a brand out, um, Lone Wolf, that he had teamed up with Chuck Norris, Mar- Chuck Norris, Chuck Norris, not not, not to be mistaken with, with Chuck, Chuck Morrison. Morrison, the Chuck Morrison, uh, Chuck <laughs> Norris, and they got together during the cigar boom. You know, there was a big boom going on cigars in the early '90s, and they put out a brand called Lone Wolf, which is one of uh, Chuck Norris's movies, right? Lone Wolf. Yep. Sounds good. Yep. And um, it didn't do very well. Um, and the cigar was mediocre at best anyway, but, hey, a couple of big-name actors or something that brought attention to the cigar industry, which helped us all out, and thank you for that. And it was nice that he was a cigar smoker. Uh, from what I understood, his uh, cigar of choice was uh, a Toro Fuente Opus X is what he liked the best. Even though he had his own brand, every time you would see him, he would have an Toro Fuente Opus X. Very interesting. But all of a sudden, it seems he is loving Mr. Fidel Castro in the Cuban dictated government over there because uh, he went there last week um, and went on stage and um, he did a fundraiser for Fidel Castro and raised over a million dollars and the money goes to Fidel Castro. Everything goes to Fidel Castro in Cuba. Uh, In the regime, um, which um, actually... They put people in jail for doing what he did, going on stage and being a comedian and making fun of people. You, well, you can't you can't crack a joke about Fidel Castro in Cuba. That's the that's the law that will get you two years in prison. So they probably just went on stage and made fun of America, or whatever. Clearly, because he said, "I love Cuba," right at the beginning of his whole thing. And uh, from what I understand, Fidel Castro's son Tony was chuckling at that from uh, a ringside seat. So, an embarrassment to our country. Uh, very unhappy with it. Um, the, the, the laugh could end up being on, on Jim Belushi in the end, though, because uh, 
we were able to get in this same uh, article, an interview was done with Delphin Fernandez, who was the Cuban intelligence guy for Fidel Castro for years. Yeah. And his job was to bug visiting celebrities' hotel rooms. He would set up video and audio because there's no laws there. They do what they want because it's a Cuban, it's a dictator and it's a communist country. He does what he wants. You can't do what you want, but they can do whatever they want. Exactly. That's why God bless America. As much as you hate... Uh, That's why I have to be baptized on an up-and-coming right. show of the Cigar Authority. Which, by the way, during the break, we are baptized. We've got a couple of ordained ministers here that are both volunteering to shoot me with super soakers from both sides. That's a whole show, so we're going to put that aside for a whole show. Mr. Jonathan becomes baptized show. Maybe it has to be boiling water because you waited so long in life. I mean, we'll do something. I'm going to have to contact my spiritual advisor and see if I'm getting myself in trouble with a higher power here. So you don't even know what religion you are yet. I'm not a religion at all. I'm nothing. I applaud that. I'm nothing. You do. You have no religion? Technically Christian, but I don't go to church. You you don't have to go to church, but you've got to find God, let me tell you. There you go. I agree with that. I didn't know he was lost, but if he was lost, you got to find him. There you go. Very. It's part of your duty, anyway. You're a regular riot, and you're going to hell for that. I hope you go to confession or whatever you Catholics do to keep yourselves out of trouble. I don't have to confess. I don't do anything wrong. So, interesting, uh, in reading the article later on uh, near the very end, uh, actors who have been surveillanced by Fidel Castro include Jack Nicholson. They must have got a lot of nice video there. Naomi Campbell. Kate Moss. They're not even supposed to go there. And Leonardo DiCaprio. And it, rumor had it that Leonardo DiCaprio was going to be sharing a room with Naomi Campbell and Kate Moss. Good for him. And so Cuba was instantly sent into high alert, and they set up the absolute best systems that they had in yeah, the hotel room that they were going to be staying in because there could be some serious blackmail. Uh, Fidel Castro uses the information to blackmail people. It's part of his... Uh, revenue because he did that to somebody and he, the guy said go to hell. Yeah, he did it to one of the uh, Spanish uh, movie makers and the guy said everyone already knows I'm a jerk so release whatever you want and uh, so Fidel made no money on that evil, one. Evil, evil thing. You know, a lot of people have asked me over the years. You know, they know I have to go to these third world countries: Nicaragua, Honduras, Dominican. Have you ever gone to Cuba? And I said no, I haven't. It's a, it's against the law and I don't go. And I'm I'm an American and I you know, try to do the right thing, and I shouldn't go, well, you know, you can sneak your way in by going to another country, and they won't stamp your passport. I said, no, I don't do it. You're not supposed to do it, and I don't spend my money with him. I don't buy Cuban cigars, and I do the right thing, and I'm against the people that are, and here's a list of people that broke the law. Fidel Castro's best friend, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, or Marquez, was given by Fidel a mansion. Before he gave him the mansion... Fidel ordered... He's a very giving guy, huh? Well, he stole the mansion first. Right. Stole it from someone else and then gave it. Revamped the entire wiring system. There were more wires put in the walls for surveillance than what were there to feed the electricity to the house. And his own best friend, who also happens to be a Nobel Prize winning novelist, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, ends up being under complete surveillance by his own friend because Fidel trusts no no one. No one. Yep, he's uh, he's the second coming of Hitler, and uh, <laughs> he's bad. He's a bad guy, and it's amazing that this, he's still this alive. This segment has been all about the, the pros and cons. we got the devil, Fidel, and then Jesus, and you guys are going to baptize me, and That's it's it. a whole... It's a whole event going well, on. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a religious holiday today. It's St. Patrick's Day. 
What did St. Patrick's do? Uh, something about... Um, yeah, because you don't even read the own, your own material. You print out. It's for you to read. I print it for you. <laughs> did he do something with the famine? People were starving or something? Right. He brought potatoes to Ireland or something like that? That, that sounds familiar. There's something like that. Anyway, it's about drinking and smoking green cigars. And uh, we're smoking this Lafleur Dominicana Double Claro. What do you think? I don't like it at all. I, I, I'd like to try it again with a blindfold on and... But the second you put the blindfold on me and tell me to try this, I'll taste this this bitter taste. It's bitter. Yeah. So I don't like it at all. I'm with you. I'm with you. I've relit it a bunch of times. Yep. It's the uh, the celebration of Irish Protestant organization known as the Knights of St. Patrick's. Well, that's what it is. But what is what St. Patrick's do to become a saint? Uh, it's like Obama that after three weeks in office he gets a Nobel Peace Prize. Or, you know what is it? <laughs> what is it, Joe? It's like a magazine. So let's, go, let's go to just politics. Let's just, go right to politics. Really, just don't be afraid just to like blurt out whatever nonsense is in your head. Just shoot it out at us. I don't know. I don't know the answers to this. I don't know either. I'm but want to just reading feverishly right now. Want to get into politics? You want to go right into microwaves? And uh, TV dinner. So what do, what do you want to do? I think we should do the microwaves. This is interesting stuff. This came from Mr. Jonathan. You want to take it? <clears throat> I'm ready. I so, thought it was in, You sent me a lot of crap, but this was very interesting. <laughs> I do send you a lot of crap. Um, so for a science fair project, this young lady does a, uh, a test, an experiment. She takes filtered water, splits it into two parts. One part she boils on the stove. The other part she boils in the microwave. She's got two plants that she's growing. She gets the plants up to be about two inches and now starts watering the plant with... After it cools down. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a little while for the plant to grow, so I just assumed everyone would understand the water had cooled over okay. the week it took for the thing to germinate. Okay. Don't, don't, so don't assume. We are on the radio. I'm trying to paint a picture okay. here. So the plants are vividly green. They're both alive and thriving. That is until she adds the water. So water to the one plant that she boiled with a microwave, water to the other plant that she boiled on the stove. Within seven days, microwave water plant. I am going to stab you, Chuck Morrison. (laughs) (laughs) Microwave water plant completely dead after seven days. So the teacher, not completely believing that the the results were accurate, has the entire class now do the experiment. Same thing happens 30 times in a row. Exact same thing happens 30 30 times. times. So what does that mean? Don't use a microwave. What happens is prolonged use of things that have been cooked inside the microwave after a while shut down some of the good, it burns away the good quality of whatever was in that water Mm. that that was good for the plant. What happens, the way microwaves work is it takes the two particles and it rubs them together in the, in the, the, down at the molecular level and that generates heat while the friction between the particles rubbing together also deteriorate those particles. So when you're talking about an organic product like food, it deteriorates it to the point where your body does not recognize it as something that is nutrients. It considers it to be bad. So in a lot of cases, it just passes right through you. But in some cases with the minerals are concerned, your body feels that this is some sort of attack on your system, wraps it in fat, and this is how you end up with tumors. And I wonder if this is what holds on to fat and why the obesity problem in the United States, since microwaves came out, have got worse and worse because that's why we're heating the food. 
Isn't this how the whole thing with tobacco started, people theorizing like this? I think we should wait on facts. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just thinking that maybe this has something to do with it. Now, this brings me to tobacco. During the cigar boom, cigars used to come in. We'd buy any cigar we could get in those days in the, in the mid-90s because there was more people looking to buy cigars than there were cigars. So anybody, everything was coming in green, not green-colored, but under-fermented, and it had this taste to it. And I, you know, you know how we get cigars in to sample, to sample yeah. early before the brand even comes out. Filled with ammonia, you got to kind of get past that right. and see what. Well, this is how it was when the cigars actually would come in. But when I would get samples before the cigars even came in, it was so brutal, it was so bad that I said, "What am I going to do? I'd leave the cigar sitting on the on the desk for a while and let it dry out a little bit, you know, to get past some of it." And someone came up with an idea of putting the cigar in the microwave. And you'd microwave it for 10 seconds, the cigar. Take it out, let it sit for an hour or so. It would dry up the, the, the tobacco because it was too moist yeah. was the problem. It would dry it up, and, and the taste went away. You could actually get past it automatically because you actually put it through that process. And I, that's what I used to do. I used to do it all the time and put the cigar inside there and dry it up and then say, okay, this thing, you know, next week when they ship it, will eventually get to... A, a decent a decent cigar anyway because everything was lousy did I mean, you start microwaving all of the products that were coming no in? no no just a sample i would try to say okay i'm going to order it it's going to take a week or two before i get it a little drying happened anyway by the time you put it out by side some somebody buys it a little time has gone past it also just try to get a jump start to know what know what it was sure probably wasn't a good thing to do seeing what i'm seeing here well you were smoking it though it's not you're not ingesting it so I think you'd be okay if you were going to microwave your cigars. Yeah. I wouldn't just... use a microwave at all, Dave. I haven't used one since 2009, my wife and I. Really? Yeah. He still has one at his still house. still has one, yeah. We you still know, have one. In case a guest wants to use it. Which but... they do. They will. Do you advise against it? I do. Do you give them the whole spiel? I don't give them a spiel. I just say it's just against my beliefs. And why was that belief before you read this? I just said a bad – I mean, it's you're microwaving – food you know it's just microwaving anything doesn't sound appealing to me you know and it's just if you you, you guys enjoy food right there's a difference when you microwave something I'd never guess it but yeah it's true yeah, well that's why i was so impressed with you by the pizza oven that you have at uh, two guys in salem yeah. because i'm like yes this guy doesn't microwave pizza it annoys me it drives me to you know yeah i'd rather eat it cold than microwave right, it. no right. i'm a big fan of Get toaster the- oven pizza you know you the next day you put it in the toaster oven and then the crust gets extra crunchy and the top is all moist and mm. good it's awesome. I'm not a microwave guy either. Microwave popcorn, none of that stuff. I make popcorn. I make it on the stove with the oil. and I'm, the... I'm getting off it. Come on. That's it. I'm going to get off it. Okay. I, know, I know the wife might be listening and say, oh, God, here it goes. Here's another <laughs> thing. Mr. Jonathan's tainting you. No, but it, it, it just makes sense, right? <laughs> it does, right? Yes. It makes sense that it's not good. When we first started the show, you told me that I was going to become a fat guy, and it looks like... I'm winning, and I'm turning you into a skinny guy. Uh, good luck on that no, one. I'm just saying. <laughs> good luck you're down like 21 pounds now. Yeah. Oh, what's the good. update? We got an update? Yeah, 21 pounds. Great. It's a long time. And uh, David's considering my new juice diet that my sister's No, I'm not considering that He's considering it. No, I'm not considering Well, you it. said, I'm considering that. No, I did not say that. Those were your words. You said you should you should consider it, and I walked away from you. <laughs> I actually left the building. <laughs> That's you saying, yeah, typically. Uh-oh. That's it. No, I'm not going to do a juice diet. Uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to be in the best shape of my life, and then you're going to be jealous that you didn't think of it. 
You'll end up thinking of it, though, and then you'll do you're, it. You're in good shape. I'm okay in shape. I watched some video of you on the uh, swinging on the bar. Yeah, giant swings. Like, that sounds great. <laughs> not, a, not a pole. Not a pole. In this particular Whoa. video. You know what? The, you know what? Uh, in the Olympics, the girl goes. The girl. <laughs> the girl goes around the bar. You know what I'm talking about. That's. You gotta say it in front of Fal. He's the one you say it in front of. I'll never hear the end of this. What is it called? It has Mr. Jonathan, the pole dancer. <laughs> it's called a high bar or a horizontal bar. We've got a title for the show this and week. They're, they're yeah. gi- giant swings is what they're called. It, it, yes, it I still a, can do them. Listen, it was impressive. I couldn't. He says, you know, he's showing all the, the kids doing this, and the next thing you know, there he is doing. I just can't believe you. It's a family show. It's a a cigar-smoking show about Cuban dictators and religion, family, families. And pole swinging. We do have a family cereal that's probably the worst thing in the world you could eat. Yeah, with all the coloring and all that stuff. And that's the other thing. Food coloring in, uh, in cereals is the number one contributor to this... H, what is it, ADDHD nonsense, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that the certain people have a very low tolerance for food coloring, and it causes them to have the inability to focus and concentrate, aside from needing a smack on the back of the head, because what kid wanted to sit there and do their homework? No one did. You want to go outside, play basketball, or now it's video games, or whatever, but... All the all these marshmallows, these are not natural colors. You all right. find these I have colors. a low tolerance for this subject. I have a low tolerance. <laughs> Consider it dropped. <laughs> no, I, we we don't have a lot to even uh, talk about on the show because. Oh, Chuck. <laughs> I, I don't <sighs> like the cigar. I hate to beat up La Florida Dominicana because I like their cigars. Their cigars tend to be too full body for me. Very good cigars, but tend to be too full body for my liking. But the guy certainly makes unbelievable cigars. They're coming out with a cigar this year called La Florida Dominicana Light. Light really? Light, L-I-T-E, or I, I believe it's L-I-T-E, but it's the lighter version. Like because, light beer. Right. The La Florida Dominicana, when it first came out many, many years ago, all their cigars were on the lighter side, and they were very good. Imagine it was a cigar of the year, I believe, in 94 or something like that. Great, great cigars. Um, Lito Gomez, uh, since go, um, joining the company, uh, getting married to the owner, um, he got into very, very full-bodied cigars, and that's what they're known for. Now they're taking their light cigars, bringing them to the market um, again, uh, kind of like re-showing them off. They make fantastic lighter cigars. This is not one of them. Well, it's well-made. Yep. It burns well. It's not. I'm relighting this thing over and over. I know I'm doing a lot of talking. You, you are doing stuff. a lot of talking. If you, if you keep an eye on I mean, it, I would imagine that the green wrapper is has to be a little more moist than a yeah fermented wrapper. So th- that's a little bit of a combustion issue. But for a Claro, it, it, it's burning well. It nice and straight around. I'm with Dave. I haven't talked much. I've, I've been relighting this thing all show. Really? It. Yep. I, I had to relight mine once, but it was because I was busy talking. No, it's 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 uh, shutting itself off because it's too moist, it's bitter, it's uh, I don't like it at all. Flavor-wise, uh, that's that was my point though. Is construction-wise, it's talk good. about the opposite of what La Florida Minicana is. This is the opposite of what it is. It's interesting that they made this as a choice. And they're going to continue it. We'll see about that. You know, there's a, a 
Maybe they could call it Oh Green Cigar. <laughs> <laughs> there's a spot for everybody. I mean, there's going to be people out there apparently that's going to like it or something. Um, it is on the milder side than a Macanudo. It's more bitter. It's um, but hey, there's a taste for everybody. Then the next cigar we're going to smoke in the next hour is going to be the extreme other side. Arugula. Saccharin and arugula. I've been trying to figure out arugula. what the, what the vegetable, vegetable is it's a vegetable. that it tastes like, and it tastes like arugula, which is a, like a it's a lettuce, but it's got a little bit of a bitter thing going on. When you take a bite out of arugula, it's the more bitter lettuce. So I'm getting arugula and saccharin aftertaste. What's the Italian broccoli? Um, broccoli. Fal, what's the Italian broccoli? Brabi, yeah. Rabi. You know the bitter and, and broccoli Rabi? I don't eat broccoli. It's disgusting. It's not broccoli. It's kind of it's a, it's a, in the broccoli family, but it's Rabi, no? Still disgusting. Cauliflower, gross. You, yeah, yeah. You pretty much put, you can cover up almost any flavor with garlic. So really you're just saying you're eating something green that tastes like garlic, which I would not object to. But broccoli itself, Rabi you must have had. Never. Really? I don't like broccoli. What? Once in a while, raw with a little dip, but really I'm just using it as a conduit to fuel my dip habit. Really? Yeah. It's. Uh, but the, there's broccoli rabi, then there's uh, broccolatini, which they make over that place. Uh, Amalfi, it just became yeah. a food show. Amalfi. <laughs> nice. Uh, which is very, very good. Is is like the best. So if I go there, I gotta have the broccolatini. Broccolatini. It's an appetizer. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's not good. It's fantastic. In my entire life, I've never ordered anything on purpose with broccoli in it, but Bro I'll try it. Broccolatini, you won't be sorry. Probably you will be sorry. You will not be sorry. I hate broccoli. You'll love this. You'll my love mom, it. she was a great cook, but she could not cook vegetables to save her life. They were always mushy, and the broccoli now, yeah, is overcooked. You're, and, you're, and you're a vegetarian Ugh. for the most part. Yeah, it doesn't mean I have to eat every vegetable. Have you ever had, like, broccoli cheddar soup? Ugh. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. I disagree with you 100%. Yeah, it's very fattening, but it's delicious. It's like drinking cheddar cheese. Oh, that's See, awesome. You guys talked that's about awesome. cigars going out. Now mine went out. <laughs> yeah, it keeps going out. So, uh, yeah, all the boys were in, and I got to try uh, some new cigars. I smoked something from uh, Ernesto Carrillo, a new thick cigar. Um all thick ring gauges, which I'm not crazy about um, the ring gauge of it, but I was crazy about the cigar. It was delicious taste to it. They have no idea what they're going to call it. It is not going to be called E.P. Carrillo anything, uh, but it's a, a different line altogether. Uh, we expect that to come out in August, but that was a nice thing. The sun needs to come out with a cigar. Yeah. E.P. 3. E.P. 3. I mean, his dad could oversee it. It could be his first project and just boom. Well, you know, when they came up a couple of years ago... Um, no, a year ago. Last year. Yeah. Um, we went in the office, we're smoking cigars, and I pulled out an old La Gloria Cubana special cigar they made for me years ago, which was the Connecticut Shade La Gloria Cubana, never came out ever again. And we smoked it together, and the son said, me and my father's been uh, fighting over this for a long time. We want to come out with a uh, shade. I want to come out with a shade cigar. My dad's against it. What do you think? And we argued back and forth, and I said, if you do it, it's going to be the biggest selling cigar, I promise you. And he was in yesterday, and I said, okay, let's talk about the shade. Let's talk about your uh, EP Connecticut. Uh, how's it doing? And he said, it's the highest volume cigar we have. And I said, I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. 
I told and you. And it is. Nice. And uh, I said, of course. It's uh, a bigger market for sure that's going to get to that cigar. It happens to be a fabulous cigar to begin with. but um, this is the, You're talking about the short runs? Yes. I've had it. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. But even, even on his regular line, he's got a regular Connecticut line. Oh, now. I didn't yeah. know that. I'm yeah. going to have to try that. Very good. And... Um, yeah, they, uh, so now, not that this was a shade wrap, but it wasn't super dark. So, you know, because of the girth of the cigar, I was expecting that it was going to mellow out because it was uh, the way it was. It was so thick. And, I, you know, I said, it's really not up my bag to smoke this, but I'm going to smoke it anyway. I'm sitting with you. So I smoked it. It started off very aggressive and then calmed down, and it became a fabulous, fabulous cigar. And it tasted like... Ernesto made it. And it's a good lesson for any cigar smoker when you're trying something new. You may have the cigars that you buy by the box that you have in your humidor that you go to all the time at home. But you come into the cigar shop, we talk about this all the time, you are to buy a cigar. At so least. You may as well buy a cigar you've never had before. Now, you may start off at the cigar, and it could be a little harsh tasting. It could have a bite to it. It could be something that's not up your alley. But you owe it to all of the time that the cigar maker put into blending and the different trials and errors and and all the stuff that goes into making that cigar. You owe it to that person to at least smoke halfway through it. If it's bad at halfway, throw it away. Start over. But I would say more often than not, you get halfway there. And it's good. I got a text that says, I believe St. Patrick chased the snakes out of Ireland. Chased the snakes out of Ireland. So that's what he did. More signs of the devil right there. The devil. Serpent. Okay, when we come back, Mo, Larry, Curly. Three Stooges, right? Best. But what about Shemp? We're going to tell you about Shemp. He died with a cigar in his hand and has a local politician thanking him. Huh? All right, that's we'll tell a you hook. about that. This I want to stick around. We have that, some trivia, great cigar news, and lots more. Stick around, folks. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott and Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moe's is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336 and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
Wow, he's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Buying a good cigar will cost you a fortune. True! Well, not any longer. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to Dos Ombre. Dos Ombre cigars are long-filled premium cigars that are so affordable, they've been named the best buy in the cigar business. And there's a Dos Ombre cigar for everyone. Dos Ombre White is the mild Dominican. Dos Ombre Green is the fuller-bodied Nicaraguan. Dos Ombre Red is the medium-bodied Honduran. And the orange one is the ill-tempered Mexican. No, there is no Mexican. No Mexicans at all? No Mexican cigars. Have you seen the dark and delicious box pressed? I have, and I love them. Have you seen the tins or the huge-selling new pencil cigars? I have, and I love them. Dos Ombre Cigars, the best buy in the business, period. Available at Two Guys Smoke Shop and Two Guys Smoke You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle. A bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band. No fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Gary. Go. The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about. Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're going to see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? 
Happy St. Patrick's, everybody. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Happy O-O-O-Green Day. O-Green Day for you uh, non-religious types that have a problem with St. Patrick's Day. But that's what it is, St. Patrick's Day. We're here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. If you want to stop by and have a cigar, I'm buying. Come on down. Uh, we're going to smoke a uh, strong cigar that should turn us green. That's the idea. It's a green the theme today. It's a green theme, so that's what we're going to end up smoking. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. And welcome, WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, and WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, along with WGHM 1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. We're also being picked up on a rebroadcast last week's show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 in the morning and 11 to 1 in the evening at www.thecigarstation.com, which if you have not checked it out, the programming, and take this take this from a professional, the programming on that station is phenomenal. You won't regret it. And we're also podcasted for your downloading convenience, on demand, anytime, day or night, at thecigarauthority.com and iTunes. And also... At any point you want to actually watch what we have going on, we bring props and stuff to the show. We've got the Lucky Charms box over here. That, We've got yeah, you got to tune in just to see the a cutters box of Lucky Charms we that we're giving away today. It's a whole thing. So if you wanted to watch that, right on the CigarAuthority.com. Uh, we've got a chat box there. You can chime in and, and actually be part of the show. Be part of it. And every once in a while, Chuck will say somebody said something uh, way more intelligent than the crap we're throwing out here. So. Chime in. They're on fire. They're on fire. They're on fire. Um, Here we go. Here we go, Chuck. Oh, God. Get the bucket. Get (laughs) the bucket. Steve, I might need a bucket. Yeah. Called it the Up Chuck bucket. The Up Chuck. Hoya de Nicaragua, Antonio da Corojo, was announced at the 2009 IPCPR trade show in New Orleans. I remember when it came out. Uh, It is made by Hoya de Nicaragua. Uh, Dr. Asandro Martinez Chunka. And uh, Drew Estates is the distributor. So uh, when you see a Drew Estates event, um, usually they're toting these things around. These are very, very strong cigars, in my opinion. Hoya de Nicaragua, Doc Corojo, and Tanyo. Um, uses the darkest wrapper, literally black. Um, it's a Nicaraguan Puro, which means 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. 75% of the tobacco used in this cigar is Lajero. Lajero means the, the top part of the tobacco plant that's closest to the sun. The part that the plant pays the most attention to and gives the most nutrients to. And it, it typically makes the strongest uh, tobacco. Highest amounts of nicotine. Right. Um, uh, the wrapper is uh, from the Jalapa Valley in Nicaragua, and um, right now, uh, Hoya de Nicaragua is getting very, very popular. It's the oldest cigar brand in Nicaragua. Uh, came established in 1968, so this is um, during the um, the embargo with Nicaragua. Actually, the U.S. had an embargo with Nicaragua, if you didn't know that. Uh, here it is all, all these years later, 40 years later, and um, Hoya de Nicaragua is uh, coming uh, big again. Uh, they have some great, great cigars that are out there. Uh, this happens to be, in my opinion, their strongest cigar that's out there. It pays to be observant when you're lighting a cigar. Uh, I almost just lit the footband 
Some cigars come with a foot pin. Right. So before you go ahead and start toasting the foot of your cigar, you'd want to look to see if there's a foot band on it. Uh, this one does have it. So uh, I'm taking my foot band off so I don't catch myself on fire. That's good. You're a professional. Again. And the key is to keep the lid end out of your mouth, <laughs> if at all that's, possible. That is actually, that's another great point, David. Thank you. Uh, this is a densely packed box press cigar, very dark, as we said it is. That's why it is the dark Corojo. Corojo is, uh, I don't know if this is authentic Corojo or what the deal is, because Corojo is from the seed of the Corojo plant that was grown in Corojo, Cuba. And I know that uh, uh, Jesus Fuego... Um, his family had a big uh, part of that. That's where they grew up in Corojo. Sure. Uh, also, uh, Christian Aroa, who I happened to talk to this week also, nice. he gave me a call. Uh, Christian is um, is out of his contract the 1st of April. So he says, I'm allowed to talk to you about it, but I'm not allowed to sell you anything. But I'm coming out with my own cigar. See... Uh, Chris, his initials, uh, C-L-E. Christian Lewis? Lewis Aroa. Aroa. So nice. C-L-E will be the cigar that comes out. Uh, it's going to price. Silly. Huh? Silly. If you say C-L-E, yeah. Silly. Silly. Oh, okay. He can have that for free if he All wants right. it. Um, he is going to come out with a Corojo and a Natural, not a Maduro. And um, he says, I'm going to hold off on a Maduro, um, supposedly never big fan of Maduro himself, yet he's the one that came out with the triple Maduro, but um, he's going to hold off on a Maduro. I don't know if I'm talking out of school here, but I, I tend to do that, right? You do, Tom. I'm wondering if, I, if you're going to get a text any minute now saying that that was proprietary information there that you shouldn't be sharing. Uh, I'll shut up. I'll stop That's right good. there. I'll stop right there. <laughs> Because he made us, might have said something like, don't say this, yeah, but... Please keep this from the airwaves. Because I, I hear so much things, and I, I, I would have wrote it down if I was supposed to talk about this, so maybe I'm not supposed to, so let me... Uh, Good plan. Let me just stop right there. Okay. I'm so I had, a swing, I had a swing party last night. I did my first beginner intensive in uh, North Chelmsford, and... Uh, oh, God. Rave, <laughs> rave reviews I got, Chuck. <laughs> Rave reviews. I, we've talked about it on the show that uh, I'm having a little battle with some uh, Boston people and also some New Hampshire people. People seem to like Whoa. to battle me. And uh, last night was a big win. I almost said a swear word. I almost said a swear word. Wow, no. <laughs> Keep your finger on the button. Nothing? You, you lit up, Chuck? Oh, yeah. Jeez, an oh, initial bomb in the back of your throat. Yes. Mm, it is. Almost... There's a little mintiness going on. A little, should I, a little hay. Should I bring over some waters? It's like minty hay. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm getting. <laughs> and a little sugar pack or something. No, I'm not getting any sugar packet. Get just minty hay. You know, when you when you get that sick feeling, I'm gonna have in my stomach about halfway through. Put a little sugar underneath your tongue, and that sick feeling goes away oh, fast. It's a home run, Dave. <clears throat> I can, I can, I know it's going to happen. I'm not even going to do the sugar packet. What I'm going to do is I'm going to man up. I'm going to hit, take a hit off the black coffee. Yeah, because you need some caffeine to go with that nicotine. I'm going to channel Paul Beasley right now, and I'm going to not allow this to affect me at all. It's all in the mind. Well, to go from that Claro to this is just uh... completely opposite. Whew. One extreme to the other here. <sighs> yeah. 
Yes. Yes. Why do people smoke things like this? I'm not sure. <laughs> it takes the enjoyment right out. I'm going to make myself so enjoy strong. it, too. Yeah, I'm definitely having fun. Greatest people. He's the nicest man. Ran for president in Nicaragua a couple times. Um, his wife is a, is a, a darling, and uh, they're very, very nice people, and they make some great cigars. This is like almost to say, you know, I can make something really strong that there's no way you're going to be able to smoke. This is crazy. Crazy strong. Is there anything stronger than this? Yes. What's stronger than this? Fausto. You're saying Fausto? Uh, KNF Daytona no is way. up there. That's, Thank you. Thank you. Sugar pack. Beautiful. I'll need it. Thank you, Thank Sugar. You. Thank you. Thank you, Sugar. He says to Adam. That gets you a slap in the head, probably. <laughs> He'll save that for later. As, as I'm leaving, I get a dart in my neck. <laughs> sugar there, sucker. Yeah, they're into... Uh, it's a lot. They have now... Um, Jose Blanco, who uh, used to be with La Aurora and Leona Menez in the Dominican Republic, um, he has left that company after all these years, and he has joined forces with Hoya de Nicaragua, and he is now handling their uh, blending and um, new brands coming out. So it'll be interesting to see what he come, come, came out with because, or is coming out with, because they have never come out with anything strong, strong like this. Um, Hey, again, there's, there's somebody for everything. This is uh, well. My my theory on this is that coming out with a cigar that you can call strong does two things. Number one, people that smoke strong cigars are always looking for the next best thing, the biggest, the baddest, the strongest. So you come out with something that's uh, kind of badass like this, and someone's going to go, "All right, I'll give it a try." And if they like the flavors, you may get them to switch. It's a well-made cigar. It's it's beautiful looking and everything, but. The hopefully, second thing is the man factor. Hopefully it calms factor. down or else there's no way I'm going to make this. There's the man factor. There's the man factor. Are you man enough I'm, to do it? I'm doing it. I'm doing That's it. That's the I'm real question. And I'm, you know, if I throw up, I'll uh, Chuck, my mouth out and smoke the rest Look at Chuck over there. He, he, seriously, yeah. he looks nervous. He's got a bowl. He's got a coffee. This he's got a no water. Joke. This is no joke. The, this the is serious. sugar packet's already open. He's ready to rock and roll over there. you got to go with the sugar packet. Yeah, it's a backup plan. You could drink a sugary drink or something like that along with it. No, no. I'm I need keeping... nothing. All right, good. Please, God. Please, God, let him throw up. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't even been baptized. This would be the guy to get. Yeah. Devil's going to take me soon. Oh, my goodness. And, Dave, you chose these, by the way, man. I did because I wanted something to turn us green. But <laughs> Mission accomplished. It really did. It seemed like a good idea at the time when you pitched it. <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah, we'll smoke a green cigar, and then we'll smoke one that turns us green. You didn't come around. I had to do show prep by myself. Show prep by yourself. I said on Thursday, hey, how about we do a little show prep? Nah. We're going to do other stuff. No, you said... Can I come over there and film something? I need to film really bad, and that's that what I'm coming for. Wednesday. Then I was there Thursday. I'm there every day, except yesterday when everyone showed up, and I missed everything. I think they got the word out that Mr. Jonathan wasn't <laughs> That must You <laughs> probably texted them all. All right, guys, it's safe. He's not in the office. Where were you? That, that you didn't need I, I was working all day. Chime in. And you, now you're doing a thing, the intensive dance class. Swing intensives. And like you that. you claim that in one hour, two hours, two in hours, one class, 
one two-hour class. I can take anyone, rhythm or not, and turn them into a swing dancer, or they get their money back. And at the end of it, the next time they dance, they're going to look like they know how to dance. I've done six intensives. Ask me how many times I've given money back. How many times have you given money back? Zero. Not one person even thinks about six asking. Six people or end. six classes? Six intensives. Probably 155 people. Dave, you know what he should do? You know what he should do? What should he do? For his platinum package, for his DJ package, he should incorporate the intensive. Because what wedding couple doesn't want to dance on their wedding day? My wife That's... was nagging me to all nauseam on that. we got to learn how to dance. we got to learn how to dance. Did we? No. But I I love that plan. You just I rock love back that and plan. forth on the, on the dance floor. Exactly. Like, yeah. But think about that. You can have a platinum package yep. where he's offering a Bless DJ you, package. <laughs> this is a religious show. I'm sorry. <laughs> and in addition, he could offer the services of teaching the couple how to professionally dance. I actually do offer that. It's a separate package altogether. Um, but I like I like the inclusion of that in the platinum the package. The platinum package. The platinum package includes you get Mr. Jonathan a couple hours a week. Bam. But two not hours. A, not a week. Two hours total. I thought you were saying in two hours you got it. To make a swing dancer. You're talking about a wedding dance. This is the only time you're going to ever do it in your whole life. You want it to be perfect. It's two take hours. a couple of hours a week for so, a few weeks. So what's a sw- so help me with what, what is I a swing What I teach people dance. how to do is... What's Im- the song playing? It could be just about any blues song. Okay. Bluesy? Yeah. Bluesy, swingy kind of feel, about 105 beats per minute on average. So the, the what I teach people how to do in two hours is to... Have the girls be able to feel whatever the leader's leading, and the leader can now choose from, at the end of class, seven different patterns to put in any order that he wants. It's not a routine. So it's very impromptu what he's doing, and she picks up on it, and that is the essence of swing. So I can do that in two hours. Now, so choreography. The girl, so the girl can learn how to follow, but if the guy doesn't know what he's doing, she's, de- she's done. Yeah, she's dead in the water. So, so it's really for a guy. The yeah. guy is the key here. Yeah. Right. Right. Never would the girl be in charge. Never. Like she kn- she knows what she's doing and, and she she pulls me up on to dance with her and I don't know what I'm doing and she says don't worry I'll I'll lead you. You'd have to be as good as my wife who is a she's a nationally ranked professional ballroom teacher. She can dance so well that she can make you as the guy feel like you got it going on when you don't. Even me, halfway around the floor so on a waltz the- and I go. Wow, I'm kind of getting this, and she winks at me, and I go, I'm, I'm not getting it at all, am I? <laughs> no, I'm doing everything. So are you teaching mostly guys? or you teach split, 50-50. Yeah, so the girl, but she needs to have the right guy to dance with, but the guy doesn't need the right girl to dance with. Right. Interesting thing so about it's this. Be- it's a better edge for the man, a as lot it always of, is. A lot of girls take the class as a guy. They do the leader's part because... I'm just asking you that. At a dance... The girls outnumber the guys sometimes as much as two to one. Oh, so a girl will dance with a girl? A girl will dance with a girl. Wow. It's rare to see guys dancing with guys, but it happens. I don't go to places like that. I'm usually one of them. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Right. Not that there is anything wrong Not with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, it's a different show. A different <laughs> show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's nice to have a woman's perspective every once in a while. So it's St. Patrick's Day, March 17th. It's always March 17th. And there's a few famous people that are celebrating their birthday today. Nat King Cole, his birthday today. From 1919, died in 1965. Nat King Cole was a merry old soul? No. Nat a King Cole was a singer? What did he sing? Nat King Cole. Great song. L-O-V-E. Yeah. L is for is the for way, way you look, look at me. 
No charge extra for this. This <laughs> nothing. I'm surprised Dave didn't sing the backup track for that. John Wayne Gacy. Do you remember who he is? John Wayne Gacy. Nothing to do with John Wayne. This is the serial killer. Serial. Oh, the clown killer. Yes. Yes. Buried 26 of his victims in the crawl space of his home. Clown costume or something like yeah, Bobo or Jojo or whatever. Killer clown. Killer clown is what they called him. Yeah. So he was executed on May 1994, which is good. But today is his birthday. Uh, Kurt Russell, American actor, it's his birthday. And Rob Lowe, it's his birthday, all on St. Patrick's Day. But the big birthday today is one of the three stooges, Shemp. The underrated Shemp. Samuel Horowitz. Yes. What's uh, his name? Um, he was from Litvak. Livak? Watch your language, young man. L-I-T-V-A-K? Yes. What is that? That sounds that sounds like you said it right. Litvak? I don't even know where, where that is. Uh, but he was the older brother to Mo Howard and Curly Howard, yet he had a different last name. So I don't know what, what was up with that. But he's Maybe one of the they three. had two different daddies. It had to be, right? Not very popular back then. No. Get divorced. So uh, he was, uh, as I say, I feel he's the, the underrated stooge for sure. He came in and out a few times when needed because he didn't want to be a three stooges. But when needed, because of because uh, he's the, the brother, over, he, yeah. yeah, he jumped in, jumped in when he had to, and uh, he did. But uh, he married a girl named Gertrude Frank, uh, a, a fellow New Yorker, because they lived in New York, and um, they had one child called Morton. Morton. Oh, that's Norton. That's Norton. <laughs> <laughs> well, Morton uh, had a son. And that son is Bonnie Frank. Oh, oh the uh, guy from SNL, now the senator? No, yeah, no, the, yeah. from SNL. Yeah. SNL. Wasn't he from Barney? No? Bonnie no, Frank, the Massachusetts uh, oh, senator. No. U.S. representative. Bonnie Frank. Bonnie Frank. The gay senator out of Massachusetts. This is his last allegedly. term. Allegedly. Allegedly, last term. That Not as allegedly so last imagine. term, allegedly gay. So he is related <laughs> to a stooge. He is a stooge, is in, a my, stooge. in my opinion, but he is also related to a, a stooge. Again, allegedly a stooge. Is that weird? Is that weird information? Chat box backing me up here. Chris Farley played Barney Frank on SNL. Oh, really? Character. Okay. There you go. Uh, um, Shemp was also the ugliest man in Hollywood. That's what he was uh, known as. And he was notorious, uh, afraid of airplanes and automobiles, dogs, and water. He had a lot of uh, faux pas there. A lot uh, of... Aquaphobia. Yeah, there's a name for that? A fear of water, yeah. Um, but it seems um, Shemp was involved in a driving accident as a teenager, thus never obtained a driver's license. He always had a driver. In October 27, 1955, while returning home by taxicab, and he just attended a boxing match, with, uh, which was one of his favorite pastimes, Shemp died of a heart attack. Shemp was lighting a cigar after telling a joke when suddenly slumped over his friend Al Wilson's lap and died. Wow. Died while lighting a cigar. How old was he? Uh, 1955, so he was born in, what do we have a date for his born? 46. Oh, no, he joined the he trio would, he been 46. A, he would have been 116 today. So you guys do the math. I was a English major, obviously. 
Obviously. <laughs> it's very clear. The interesting thing about the Three Stooges, they did all of their own stunts, and some of the stuff that they would do was ridiculous. Ridiculous, like the collapsing bunk beds and stuff. I mean, you're just asking for trouble. Did all their own stunts. Three Stooges is a real guy thing. We have a girl here. That, you like the Three Stooges? Nah, see, the girls, they don't they don't like the Three Stooges. It's a very guy thing. I don't know why it is, but it's always guys. And, you know, in, on New Year's Day, it's always the Three Stooges Marathon, and that's what I'm doing. And uh, you say it to a girl, and they're like, I don't get it at all. It's not that funny. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's awesome. Even, even to this day. The storyline's even good. But no, it's, it's always not. been the case. It's a guy thing, the Three Stooges. It's John Sebastian's birthday today, too. You missed that. John Sebastian. Who is he? Did the uh, Beethoven's Fifth, I believe. The that would disco be Beethoven. Song? Oh. The disco song. Wasn't that John Sebastian? No. That was not. I believe it was. That is the guy. I, I'll come up with his name because he's the guy that actually does the music for um, Family Guy. The Family Guy is the guy that did Fifth of Beethoven. Look at him checking it out. Please, God, let me be right. Because he's a heathen. He doesn't believe. <laughs> he's playing at the Palace in Manchester. But who is he? Oh, welcome back, Carter. Yeah, that's, that's what it. he did. Which is the same Way as the fifth of Beethoven. It's the same <laughs> thing. Welcome back, Carter. <laughs> that's who he is. So there I'm, I'm right again. And you, you go, go to church. When you go, to church. go to church. We're going to get you baptized. A few weeks from now, we're going to have a baptism on the show. And uh, you'll find God, even though he's not lost. By the way, Dave, speaking yeah. of shows coming up, April 7th, I got some inside information that there's going to be a chowder contest. I heard that. Can I put a bid? That's on a Saturday. Can Just, I put a bid in to do the show here? Yeah, let's do it. April 7th, I don't see anything coming up. 11 to 4, so we'll be right in the heat of it. We've got five chowders so far. Five, chowder, five different people doing the chowder. Food, cigars. And that's so far. We could add up to that because we, they did the um, chili cook-off here. And how many people did you get for that? Six plus the house. Six plus the house chowder, so seven. seven. So we could get a few more chowders in. If you want to put your chowder up against yeah. somebody else's chowder, what do you do? You you promise to bring how, much, how many gallons? A double crock pot full. Customer... You bring it in, you serve it up. They have to stay here to serve it? No. You don't even have to. We'll do it for you. We count the votes because the people get a little cup, and they try each one, and they get one vote. Okay. And then they come on, they, and the person wins the uh, the trophy. That's awesome. And it's a uh, perpetual trophy that keeps going on. Your name gets put on it, and it's bragging rights, basically. That's awesome. But you come in, you get a cigar, you have some chowder. Too bad that trophy doesn't have a light bulb on it. Why? Speaking of light bulbs... Oh, that was the that's a, uh, oh, that's a segue. segue. Yeah, nice segue. Nice. Speak. Not my best segue. I'm sorry. You know the thing you stand up on and it drives you around. Segway. Segway. Yeah, go. Should always wear a helmet. Yeah. So the, you know how the guy that invented the segway died? Oh, it's painful. Do you know how he died? No. I don't know he how. He fell died. off the segway and died. Really? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. He lived in Massachusetts in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah. Carmen or Cayman. Fell off the segway and died. Last year. Yeah, went over a cliff. Wow. Went over a cliff and died in the Segway. The very thing that he invented killed, killed him. him. Isn't that weird? 
She has a point there. Gravity is actually what killed him, not the Segway. He died from gravity. (laughs) He stopped breathing is actually how he died. (laughs) (laughs) He ran out of blood. Yeah. (laughs) Has anyone here heard of the Incandescent Light Bulb Freedom Act? Also known as H3735. House Bill 3735, or this is a law? This is a bill? Or this, this is a bill. Okay, it's a bill. It's not going to happen. And it was supposed to have been passed over uh, the first of the year, and several injunctions have happened, so some things have held it up. What essentially... <sighs> <laughs> you know, Chuck... Just make I, believe like it's not even happening. I'm going to try as hard as I can. It's crickets going in my ears. So... Uh, what 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 is happening in the U.S. government is they are trying to outlaw high wattage bulbs, 100 watt bulbs, 150 watt bulbs, and so back in 07, George Bush started this light bulb efficiency act thing going on. Lots of developments have happened as far as getting those bulbs that are the um, fluorescent bulbs, and so the United States government is trying to force everyone over to these fluorescent bulbs. Do you know what happens in your house, or what should happen, should one of those fluorescent bulbs break in your house? What should I do? What should you do? Throw it away? You should call a hazmat crew, because the levels of mercury that are being released into the air and in that, in that dust in your house is toxic. I used to play with mercury when I was a kid. I'm How not, toxic I'm is not it? at all surprised. I did too, but... <laughs> you go fit between your fingers and just fall out, and you put it in your hand, and it just drip I never, out? Touched it. I used to like put it on paper and flick it with a thing because my dad told me it was no, toxic. Put it right in your hand. It. That's it. Ugh. Remember Mercuricom? When you get a cut and you get Mercuricom, it was the orange colored thing. It was mercury. You put it right in your cut, right in your body. Ugh. Like a man, you'd put it in. Your mother would do it for you. It was killing you, but nobody knew it. It was well, at least. I'm sure the FDA had something to do with approving it, is why it was. <laughs> <laughs> good thing they're getting involved in cigars. So, yeah, that's a good thing. Longer story shorter, South Carolina says they're not signing up to this bill if it gets passed. And so they cite the Ninth and Tenth Amendments of the U.S. Constitution, and they say uh, essentially what those uh, amendments say is that any state can control the commerce that happens within the state. As long as they're not shipping the bulbs outside the state, uh, they, everything can happen inside the state. So any light bulb company that makes regular, normal light bulbs can sell within the state of South Carolina, and then the rest of us are going to get hit with these awful light bulb things. One of them, including, is going to be a light bulb that is $50. The regular light bulbs, 100-watt light bulbs, it's over, right? Yeah, you can't... You, you're not going to be able to get 100-watt light bulbs. Right. Stock, Everything's going to get darker. Stock up now. What will end up happening is the LED light bulbs will take off, be, and then... But that would be a good thing to have a whole bunch of 100-watt light bulbs and then sell them on eBay market, and stuff. Yeah. Black market light bulbs. Sure, you'd get arrested. Hey, i got to show you something. i got a 100-watt. Hey, <laughs> huh? Remember those? Oh, my God. Well, the, the lights from for DJ lights used to be 150-watt. It's, it's like the full flush. Now Instead of the low-flush toilets right, you right. can't get anymore, the, it really goes down. Yeah. You know, pretty cool. It's good. Why, why are they doing this? It's the, the energy efficiency stuff that's happening that started uh, with Bush in 07. started with Al Gore, right? I, I thought the Internet started with him. Well, the Internet also, but Al Gore. Al Gore. All right. We're running out of time. 
We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have events to fill up our calendar, promotions, and a lot more. We're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Come on by and have a cigar with us. I'm buying. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Flor de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Flor de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Flor de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Flor de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Flor de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Flor de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Flor de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, David. It's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. Could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire, or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's Stogie Heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll 
torpedo. Sit back, relax. It's two guys time. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle. Super-premium vodka. Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. So, uh, I'm picking up a little roasted edame. That's the flavor I'm getting. Edame. Edame. When you go to, uh, like a sushi restaurant as an appetizer, you get the uh, soybeans. They send them out in the pods. You crack them open and you eat the soybeans. If that was roasted like a roasted peanut, that's what this tastes like. It's, it calmed down a bit. It did. It's still very, very heavy, but it's calmed down a bit, and um, I'm taking my time with it for sure. Chuck, you okay? I'm doing good, actually. Okay. It's less scary once you get past the scary part. Well, I like I like your motivation, too. Man up. Exactly. Man up. Sack up. You got it. Okay. Next week, big week for us. It's the, it's the second anniversary. It's the freaking Catalina Wine Mixer. Yes. Next week. This is it. Boats and hose. Boats and hose. It's uh, the Cigar Authority's second anniversary. Can you believe two years they haven't thrown us out? We got in trouble. In the early days, we used to get in trouble because we didn't know what we were doing. And we you were and Tommy would say swear words on the air. That's we why we got in trouble. It's the freaking Catalina Wine Mixer. It is. It's the freaking Catalina Wine Mixer. This is it. So we're going to do it here in the Seabrook store, and we got prizes to give away, cigars, prizes, gifts. So come on down to Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire next week. Be here. The second anniversary. The only way to get a Cigar Authority cap is to be at a live event. We've had emails with people sending things saying, you know, how, how do I buy a hat? You can't buy it. You have to be at an event that we're at live. you got to earn it. you got to sit through this mess in person, (laughs) and we'll take care of you. So we will have some swag, cigars, contests. It's going to be a whole thing. And a big launch of something that I'm going to divulge the information of that I've been holding back. I know you know the answer to it, but we're going to tell you about a whole new company, a whole new organization that I formed, and I'll tell you all about that to help the cigar industry out. The cat will be out of the bag next week. 
Very well. Catalina wine mixer. It's the Catalina wine mixer. This is it. The two of you are getting dangerously close to slipping is all I'm saying. Yeah. So you just walk in a very, very thin But we don't line. anymore because we're almost professional at this. Bam! Let's not talk crazy. We still have half two, an hour of show left. Uh, two years. Two years. I'm the, I'm, the la- I'm the longest standing here for sure. Yep. You left. I left. You came in at the very beginning. You quit. I came back because you needed help. Let's just say it how it is. What? No. Why would you? Why would you leave? Because you, you were struggling. That's why did you leave? I left because I couldn't handle you. Yeah. <laughs> God's honest truth. I know. Because I would say to you, listen, I won't be sleeping until Sunday because I'll be working, so I won't be able to post the podcast until Sunday. And and I would get an email on Sunday. I still haven't been to bed yet. I haven't finished what I'm doing, which is DJing for whatever that was, 18 hours straight, and. The podcast isn't up. Yeah, because I told you it wouldn't be up, you jerk. He thought magically. Not magically. That it would happen. He just jockeyed, really, for 18 hours. 18 hours straight. Which, without repeating a song. It's amazing. And that one event did it. But couldn't find uh, was, find a minute to, i was such a whiny little biatch too at the end after not sleep it was like you're a, a better person for fan it. of two days you're a better person and by the time when i got the email i almost cried in the grocery store because i was out grocery shopping trying to get so everything grocery done. shop i still hadn't been home all my gear was still in the back of the Have car somebody grocery shop for you i haven't been grocery shopping in 51 <laughs> years <laughs> I'm sure that's how it works in everyone's house. Well, you make it work that way. I make it work that way. You know Laurie's listening. She's going to yell at she you. She knows. I've never been on grocery shopping. Imagine. I wonder it's what not, I would come home you're, with. You're not. Like the weirdest grocery <laughs> list. I'd, I'd come home with like the weirdest it stuff. I should do it. You don't grocery shop. It's that you can't grocery shop. I don't know. I can't do you'd it. You'd get lost in the store. You'd buy all the wrong stuff, the wrong sizes. I was in a grocery store two weeks ago. Whoa. I bought a thousand boxes of Lucky Charms. I actually never went in the store. A thousand boxes. I did. I had to go to the counter. I went in the back. I loaded, and then he said, "I come around front to pay." So oh, I had so to you actually went go in. Through. I went nice. in. Nice. Nice. That's why I don't go grocery shopping. Thousand boxes. Thousand of boxes of Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> and a soda. I got a soda. Did you? Was there. It was there was a machine right there, and I got a soda. There you go. So a thousand boxes of Lucky Charms and a. And a uh, vitamin water or whatever it was that I got. Two years. Now, you mentioned at the start of the show, and how much I don't want to say anything, but you, you mentioned some stats. We have some stats. I'll, I'll say it next week. For I'll next hold, week, okay. I'll hold it for next week because uh, we're doing real good. Awesome. We're doing real good. Two years. You know, it takes three years before you break even. It's going to take us 20 years to break even. Right. It's impossible. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's I'm pretty... Uh, Pat, pat ourselves on the back. We did did pretty good for two years. And we look forward to doing the show, which when I was in Chuck's position, I used to dread it. I hated coming in. It was an hour set up. Nothing ever went right. And you would come in just in time. And now I got here on time, and you, you are here mistaken already. You me for someone else, sir. I would be at the store before you every single Saturday. You would drive in, and I would already be there. We would fight and argue. I would want to be there two hours early, and you would say, nah, you could set it up in an hour, and I'd always be scrambling at the end because all you'd give me is an hour. And now how simple. It's a lot simpler. Well, the show also used to be from 10 to noon. I'd want to get into the store at 8, and you'd say, no, I'm going to be here until all day. I can't do 8 o'clock in the morning. So we'd do 9 o'clock in the morning. The show would start at 10. That's right. It was earlier. I was sleeping less. That was bad. Started at 10. Oh, it was awful. And then smoking the strong cigars was 10 o'clock. Brutal. No wonder why. Imagine smoking this at 10 a.m. 
We're smoking the Hoya de Nicaragua. Doc Antonio. Well, Doc Corojo Antonio. Antonio. It's getting it's gotten a lot better as it goes as it goes down here. I'm about a quarter of the way through, and uh, I'm enjoying this actually. Using the word enjoying. Really? Yeah. No sugar. No bucket. No bucket. It's no heavy. Sugar. I can't say I'm enjoying. I got to tell the truth. <laughs> you smoking she, it? She smoked it. You smoke it regularly? Really? Oh, it's too much. I can't enjoy it. I, I love the guy. I love the company, the distributors. Everything good. I'll tell you the truth. That's what you're going to get here in the Cigar Authority. I'm going to tell you the truth. I can't smoke this regularly. Are you kidding? I'm, I'm, I'm one and done when I smoke this. i got to chain smoke all day. I can't do what's this. Your, what's your go-to stick, Dave, these days? Well, obviously, it's Garofalo because it was made to two cigars. I made La Giana for my taste. That was almost 18 years ago when I made that brand. And I made it right to my taste, which it was very mild at the time. It's a very mild cigar. Years later, I created the Maduro version of it, which is a whole different cigar. It tastes dramatically different to it. It's a little beefed up, but it's a Maduro, but it's not a heavy Maduro. I'd say medium at, at best. Hmm. And um, just last year, the Garofalo came out, which is a Nicaraguan cigar, a shade wrapper on Nicaraguan binder and filler. A lot of flavor to a shade wrap cigar. So I've beefed up a little bit in the strength category, but never into, you know, smoking this on a regular basis. Very heavy on my chest. Yeah, I, get, I am getting uh, a little heaviness in the chest. Smoke, um, this is the cigar you smoked. When you were doing the uh, radio broadcast, the DJ broadcast yes. down in your basement, and the smoke is so heavy it's that thick, it, thick smoke. It, yeah, yeah. Any any little crevices in the floorboards went up. In, in my wife's office is right above my studio, and it went up, and she's banging on the floor, going, "Well, I don't know what you're doing down there, but you're lighting stuff on fire. Knock it off." And I go upstairs, and I go, "What He's are you?" He's a fire bug. He likes lighting stuff on fire anyway. I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? And as I walked into her office, her office was cloudy. The smoke wow. had filtered its way up. It had never happened before. And uh, shortly after that, I bought not one, but I got two of the air purifiers, the Auric ones, and never looked back. Have you smoked this down there again, though? No. This is heavy. It's heavy. It's not really. It's not really you know something that smoke, I would have in my wheelhouse. You know you're smoking a cigar. Yeah. I mean, this is. You know, yeah. There's no question there. And, and there's an aftertaste. You know, this is going to be one that after you smoked it hours later, you still got the taste in your mouth, and right. it's not going to go away. And that's, you know, why I tend to go to the milder stuff, and I'm not going to light a cigar right after the show, probably. Normally I do, and let me pick something else up and get in the car and go to the other stores or whatever and light something else up. I'm not going to do that. So, uh, probably. Before we get into uh, events that are coming up, I am DJing a special event tonight. I only get hired once every couple of years to do this this uh, ballroom dance. I don't do a lot of ballroom dance events, but tonight I'll be at Dance New England in North Chelmsford DJing a full-on ballroom dance uh, party. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a good time. One of the few times that I don't have to bring equipment. Just my laptop, and I plug into their sound system and do everything from their stuff. So and that'll be you, good. You distract, you get on the dance floor too? I do. Yeah? yeah. Bring my dance shoes. If someone wants to dance, I'll go out and do whatever dance. And then the music stops, and you got to go back up, or you got to set. Nah, so it's it, all set. It's all it's all taken care see, of. See, it's so unfair. I was a disc jockey, and that's not how it worked. If he wanted to, he could do his whole production from his phone. I completely could. I'd have to set the list up in advance, which I am not a fan of at all. Because um, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if the crowd's going to be liking the foxtrots, mm. over the waltzes, or the other way around. you got to play the crowd. you got to play the crowd. Can you dance to anything? I can do every dance. I don't like to do it. 
cha-cha. I can do the cha-cha. Yesterday, my wife called me into a lesson. She was teaching her uh, number one student, Randy, and he was arguing with her about he's leading it, not she's leading it. And so she said, good, do it with Mr. Jonathan. And so we both were like, what? And so I went out and had to be the girl in cha-cha, which I've never, ever done. And I was able to follow it. It's like riding the back of a motorcycle, huh? Right. (laughs) I won't do that either. Right? (laughs) I won't do that either. Uh, So So that's what I got going on tonight. If anyone out there in Cigar Authority land is a ballroom dancer, I will be at Dance New England, 78 Princeton Street in North Chelmsford, Anybody can go. Anyone can go. What's the cost to go? Ten bucks. If you want to get there early, there's a uh, waltz lesson beforehand with uh, my friend Philip. He's quite the waltzer, quite the instructor, good time. So an extra five bucks gets you the waltz lesson, and then I'll be sure to pepper in some extra waltzes in Philip's honor. Philip and I might even dance, actually. I might make him push me around on a waltz. You have no problem with that. None whatsoever. He's dancing on poles. Whatever. I do it all. Do it all. You need to go to church when you leave here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's look at the calendar. Things that are coming up in the near future here for the Cigar Authority, for Two Guys Smoke Shop, for different things that are happening. I see on here the TAA is still here, and you're still... Elected to the board of directors, they haven't kicked you off yet. I am really on the board of directors. I got the approval from them this week, mm. and they said uh, when you get there, you'll be on the board of directors. We'll get you uh, knowing what's going on. I said you realize what you're in for, because I change things around, I shake it up. And in, they, in my whole life, any time I've ever come across a board of directors, it's never been good. I find boards typically don't get things done. That's how it is, and it's very, very hard because you've got a whole bunch of people and pushing in different directions where, as much as I hate Fidel Castro and the dictatorship, mm. if I'm the dictator, I kind of like it, <laughs> and I can get some things done, and it usually is very fair and balanced, and it works out for everybody. There's, all, there's, some, there's good dictators out there. There's been good dictators. Like? Um... I would say Mussolini, Henry VIII, maybe? No, no he no chopped good, everyone's head off. Yeah, there's no good dictators. So it can't be a dictator. King Arthur. Flower. Created the round table. He was very diplomatic that way. Yeah. All right, there's a good one. I, I don't know my history well. Again, obviously an English major. History. Not a history buff. <laughs> Not a history buff. <laughs> Although I like the History Channel. Yeah. I am a big fan, yeah. Which... Uh, we got to get we got to get somebody on, uh, and there was a plan to have um, John Hart on, who was going to come to us and tell us in cigar stores, and he goes to cigar stores all across the country, and tell us the most popular TV shows that are playing, mm. the po- most popular music, the most popular color of the store, cool. and all this stuff like this. It was very interesting. Some of the things he was saying to me, I said, really, History Channel brought that up. So, uh, what do you watch on the History Channel, Dave? You got a show that you watch on that? Mm. No, just I put you know I I'm, I'm a surfer. I don't watch yeah. a lot of TV, but when I surf, I end up stopping there and oh, that's interesting. It's yeah. the first one I go to in my house. It's 66, yeah. boom, history, and then 39 is you discovery. Know, you know what goes wrong with me? It's it's a lack of memory. What happens? So I I watch the History Channel up until the commercial comes. Then I flip around. Then I find something else I'm watching, and I want to go back as soon as the commercial's over back to that show totally forgot about it, and then I'm on t- interested in something else. And then I start searching around, like, oh, the History Channel, I wanted to go see back there, and it's over. The yeah. show is over. I totally forgot. I do that all night, yeah. and that's what ends up happening. I like the Pawn Shop one myself. I'm a yeah. big fan of the Pawn Stars. Yeah. I always thought it was about something else. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they have the uh, the Cajun Pawn Stars, which is terrible, but the original Pawn Stars is good. It is, yeah. Yeah, they're the first person I brought in anyway. So next week, 
the freaking Catalina wine mixer. The freaking Catalina wine mixer, Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan, sorry. Yeah, he hates that. Um, yeah, Cigar Authority, second anniversary next week here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook. Come on by. Uh, TAA is the following week. Uh, I will be, that's the Tobacconist Association of America. I'll be there in Mexico with all the different cigar companies. I'll get all the information. So it's not important that I'm going there. It's important when I come back because I'm going to have all the information. The following Saturday, which is going to be March 31st, we have Dion Giolito live on the Cigar Authority. This guy doesn't do a lot of interviews. He certainly doesn't do cigar events in stores, but he's coming up for Friday and Saturday. He'll be on Friday at Two Guys in Nashua in the morning, at Two Guys in Seabrook at night, and on the Cigar Authority Saturday morning at Two Guys in Salem, live from there, and he'll spend the day with us there. Very interesting dude. Um, he has Elysion Cigars. He also owns his own cigar shop in Reno, Nevada. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about his new brands coming out, how he got into making a brand for himself. The, uh, there's all numbers and letters and weird stuff that goes on. Uh, kind of a, a weird kind of guy. So we'll, we'll learn about him and uh, see what he's all about. It should be interesting. It should be interesting. <laughs> should I ask him, Dion, how do you feel about the Jews? No, there's no That's truth not a good... to that. No, there's no right. truth to that at all. And we will not go there. So I'll right. give you a heads up right now. We won't go there at all. It may turn out I can't even be here for that show. Which would be so perfect. It would be perfect. <laughs> I'll call in. Um, we have Avo's 86th birthday coming up. Avo Yuvazian, uh, he's Avo Cigars. Uh, he sold his company off many years ago to the Davidoff folks and uh, retired for about a day and then said, I want back into the business. And uh, year after year, they have uh, birthday celebrations from around the world, not around the country, around the world. And we're honored to be part of that. And we're going to have that anniversary dinner for him at Salvatore's restaurant in Lawrence on April 11th. And uh, make sure you come. And, I'll be uh, there. Maybe we can interview him there and talk to him and then play it later because that's, I believe, a Thursday night, and he's not sticking around. He's leaving from there and going over to Europe the next day. So I was hoping to keep him in for a Saturday, but we can't have him on live. But let's do something with him so we can have a little something Absolutely. Uh, to do it. 86 years old. The amazing thing is we got folks in the cigar industry um, that hang around forever and ever. They they, they try the retiring thing. They want to get back in. So, you know, you got uh, Jose Orlando Padron, um, the, the matriarch of the Padron family. He's 86 years old this year. That would year. be the patriarch. Matriarch would be the mother. Okay, the patriarch. Yeah. Um, um, Eric... Um, um, I'm stuck here for last name here. Um, Hanson. Newman, no. Eric and Bobby Newman. Yeah. Uh, their dad, 90 years old, worked till the last day, 90 years old. Wow. Uh, basically died at the desk. I mean, you know, just wanting to work another day. So uh, there's something about this industry, not only the, the people in the industry that work it, even the cigar fans that are out there. I mean, they, Absolutely. they want information like this foolish show that we're putting on right now. They want to hear what's going on in cigars. My grandfather's about to turn 93. Smoking cigars every day. Every day, nice. six or seven. 
93. He's a hot hot ticket. That he is. Um, Cigar Association of New Hampshire. This is an organization that is uh, obviously here in New Hampshire. It's a, all the retailers in New Hampshire, the better retailers in New Hampshire, get together once a month, and we, we have a lobbyist that fights for taxation and smokers' rights and things like that. Well, we're getting together to do a fundraiser this year, the first annual golf tournament. Um, it is on June 1st, and um, you will get 19 cigars, one for each hole and one extra one because we oversold it. So you'll get 19 different cigars. Cool. It's $125. The cigars alone are worth more than the price of admission. But you'll get uh, a round of golf and a little cigar dinner after. And you're going to buy 19 cigars anyways. You may as well get them all at once. And play golf. Play golf. So it, go to eat. any of the cigar shops in Boston, uh, in New Hampshire, the better cigar shops in New Hampshire, and you can uh, pick up your ticket there. Uh, if you can get a foursome together, that'd be great. So uh, you'll be with your buddies, or else we'll pair you up if we have to. But uh, now's the time because this is going to sell out. Each store was allotted three foursomes, and I got a call from one of the stores this week that sold 16 foursomes. What's the date? Already. June first. June first. June. 1st. We've got a father and son cigar dinner coming up with Nick Perdomo and Nicholas Perdomo. That's Saturday, June 16th. Two guys anniversary party. Mark your calendars for that. September 27th. Tickets will go on sale May 5th and we'll get all the details hopefully next week for you on that. So uh, that's it. Next week, the freaking Catalina Wine Mixer. That's what it is. The freaking Catalina Wine Mixer, baby. It's Cigar wow. Authority's second anniversary next week. We're going to do it live here from Two Guys Smoke Shop and Shaking Big. Pow! Oh, wrong, wrong movie. Wrong movie. Almost Sorry. the same, though. Almost the same. So we'll be live here in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Be, be sure to tune in, or if you possibly can, stop by. It's been a great two years, and we're going we're gonna to keep going. So we're going to let the cat out of the bag. We're going to keep it going. Thanks, everybody, for listening this week. We'll catch you next week. The big show next week. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.